Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on, everybody? This is Gordon. Welcome to the Permafit Podcast. And this is the show where we talk about all things related to the permanence around fitness and health transformation. Yes, that's right. The permanence around fitness and health transformation. That means permanently getting yourself into a body that you absolutely love being in, getting that weight off, getting that body fat off, getting into a body composition and a figure and a physique that makes you feel happy and excited and strong and empowered. Right? And you can't do that if you're not going down the right path, if you're not following the right strategy and have the right mindset and putting the right tools in place to make that happen. Right, so this is the complete opposite of what most people think. See, most people think that permanence around all of these areas, fitness and health and weight loss and body transformation, just isn't possible. They think that those things are only possible, meaning transformation and weight loss and those objectives I just talked about, they're only possible dependent and it's dependent on how much willpower you have at that moment. Meaning the more willpower you have for that week, the better fit you will be, the better shape you will be in, the more weight management control you will have. But that that is just not true, guys. Okay, that is not true. Now, take this from me. This is someone who's been doing this since 2008, 2009, and I've seen literally thousands of transformations over the years, and this whole process, everything I'm talking about here is 100% doable. It's just about putting the right things in place and changing what you think around this stuff, changing how you think about it, changing your perspective on it, changing what you think is realistic and doable and what you think is just fluff that's been fed to you. Okay. So now this, just to be clear, before we dive into today's real, the meat and potatoes of it, just to be clear, I was someone who was brought up sort of believing in the conventional wisdom stuff that's out there around health and fitness. So I grew up overweight. I grew up, uh, you know, the fat kid that, that didn't really do much. I didn't play sports. I wasn't very active. My teenage years were very dark. I can, I can say that openly and honestly now. I didn't say it at the time, but they were very dark. I was very uncomfortable. And then into my early 20s. Okay, so this was, again, going back, uh, I don't want to date myself too much, but this is going back into the early 2000s. And those years, actually, I wouldn't trade for anything because what I learned in that time is that all the conventional wisdom that was fed to me, even though the sources of that information was was pure, there was no malice there, there was no no foul intent or anything, but it just wasn't true, it wasn't accurate. So anyways, all of that conventional wisdom that was passed on to me, I was able to, to, to take it, try it, see that it didn't work, and then learn that, okay, this stuff isn't real, this stuff isn't anything that's gonna actually be effective. How can I go find what is going to be effective and then put that in place? 
And once I found that, which was in 2008, okay, through my mentorship and people that I was using who were not my family members, not my friends, but people I was using to, to learn from, I then saw the way, okay? And then I just continued to build on that and expand my knowledge, expand my education, expand my understanding around the biology of the human body, how this stuff happens, how this stuff is possible, and how the mind plays a role in here. And here we are, okay? So permanence is 100% doable. And if you're listening to this, then you have some interest in that, meaning you are potentially in a body that you don't love. You are carrying an extra however many pounds of body fat, and maybe you've been carrying them for years, okay? Maybe this is 20, 30, 40, or if you're like me, 85 pounds or more maybe of body fat, and it is just it's consuming you. It's something you think about every day. It's something that bothers you. It's something that makes you feel less about yourself, even if it's a small percentage, right? It's something that contributes to all these negative emotions and negative feelings that you have and contributes to the negative dialogue that you probably have in your head throughout the day, right? Think about when you look at yourself in the mirror after you get out of the shower. Is that a positive conversation you're having with yourself in your head? Or is it a negative conversation? Are you complimenting yourself in your head? Or are you pointing out all the flaws in your head, right? So those things are all like little subtopics and, 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 and sub, sub thoughts that we have beneath this underlying thing, which is let's focus on the big picture. All right, let's focus on the big picture. Let's focus on that permanent transformation so that we can correct and address all these other little things. Okay. So what are we talking about today? Right. And how do we achieve permanence? How do we actually achieve this? Okay. And there's a lot of layers to this. And this is why a lot of people never really get anywhere is because they will, they will take like a piece from what I'm saying. They'll take a piece from what like maybe a, a, mo- a fitness model is saying. They'll take a piece from what maybe a professional bodybuilder is saying. They'll take a piece from what a, uh, a physique competitor or someone or, you know, might be saying, or a fitness influencer or something like that. Some brand ambassador for like a big, a big company or something. They'll take a piece from all those people. Okay. And maybe, maybe a celebrity trainer will throw that in there too. And they'll jam it all together. Now they've got this mishmash, this like Frankenstein strategy of like all these different things that aren't actually designed to go together. Does that make sense? So this is what I see happen all the time. Literally every single day is people just taking little, little slivers of what they think sounds interesting from this person and that person and this person and that person. And they put it all together and they are shocked and surprised and frustrated and disappointed when it doesn't lead to the result that they ultimately want, which is to get that body fat down, change their body composition, get into a body that they absolutely love. And then of course, to stay there right? Not just for 90 days or six months, but to actually stay there. Okay. So how do we do this guys? Well, the most important thing and what I'm going to focus on here today, I won't say the most important thing. Well, from a tactical standpoint, it is the most important thing, but one of the most important things in the grand scheme and by far tactically, the most important thing is understanding your metrics. Okay. Understanding your metrics. So if you can find me someone who has gone through a major health and fitness transformation and then stayed there for 10 plus years. Okay. Those, that's kind of the defining criteria here. And that person, I can tell you right now without even meeting them, without even talking to them. Okay. That person, I would bet 
within, you know, 99.99999% accuracy and, 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 and confidence that that person knows their metrics. They know their metrics. They understand their numbers. They understand the numbers that govern the biology of them as a human being in a human body. Okay. So I'm going to break all these down in a minute, but here's the thing. When I started talking about numbers, I know immediately that turns off a lot of people. Okay. There's a lot of right brain people (laughs) that are in the world, right? A lot of right brain people. Now, those are the people who are very, very artistic, very imaginative, right? They have a little bit different way of how they view the world. Okay. And these are the right dominant, right brain dominant people. Those people typically, what I've found over time, those people typically try to avoid getting too deep on the analytics of things. They try, they try to avoid getting too deep on the metrics of things. It doesn't mean that they're dumb. It doesn't mean that they don't understand numbers. It doesn't mean that they don't like understanding how a system works potentially, but they try to kind of avoid it innately, naturally, natively, because they're right brain dominant. Okay, cool. That's, that's, that's all good, right? It's good that we know that, right? Now you got the left brain dominant people, okay? And those are the people who love analytics. They are the more A type. They are the more focused. They are the more analytical, right? These are the people who can take numbers and make sense of them. They can look at plots and graphs and things like that and make more sense of them, sense of them faster than people who are right brain dominant. This is fact. This is not my opinion, okay? So, The thing is, when it comes to this stuff, when it comes to permanent transformation, when it comes to really getting this weight off the right way and getting this body composition to change the right way, look, it's, it's not about doing more. It's not about grinding your face off at the gym, like 12 hours a week, every week for the rest of your life. Okay. That's nonsense. That's ridiculous. Now, if you like doing that, that's great. Good for you. If it's therapeutic to you or you're competing in something, that's awesome. That's great. That's not what I'm talking about. For those of you who are, all you want is to live your life. You want to be in a body that actually makes you feel amazing. That makes you, when you go to the beach and you can, you can rock that bikini or whatever, and you can step into the frame of the picture that your family is taking and you can do this happily and confidently and comfortably. And you want to be able to go to the, the, the cookout and have a burger and a beer and not not feel just waves and waves of guilt, right? If that's you, then this is going to be 100% relevant to you, okay? So the metrics matter, guys. The metrics matter. The analytics matter. And doing more is not feeding into the progress and the end game result that you want. It's just not. Doing more is actually going to to fight back. It's going to prevent you from getting where you're trying to go. And there's a lot of reasons for that. We've done entire podcast episodes on that specifically. Uh, so I won't I won't detour too much on that. But what I will say is uh, I'll, I'll continue down the, this path of metrics. Okay. So in general, this this actually holds true for pretty much everybody, uh, mostly those right brain dominant people, but. It really does hold true for everybody to some capacity, okay? In general, people don't enjoy counting metrics. People don't enjoy like nutritional metrics. Let's talk about those. People don't enjoy counting calories, for example. People don't enjoy tracking macros per se, okay? People don't, they don't 
they don't love counting reps. They don't love counting volume of, of sets that they're performing in the gym. They don't love counting even the pounds of weight that they are adding to the bar to lift when they're at the gym or, or whatever, right? They, they don't like to even think about servings of nutrition, right? Think about food, think about serving sizes, think about measurements. People definitely don't enjoy the idea of weighing food at home with a food scale or measuring food at home with a measuring cup, right? People just, in general, people want this, this, this euphoric like nirvana that doesn't really exist where you can just kind of like literally eat whatever you want and unlimited version, unlimited amounts of that, unlimited quantities of that forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and never have to think about it and still be shredded with a six pack and look amazing. Okay. Now that's great, but that's not reality. Okay. That is very much the same as I just kind of want to do whatever I want during the day and, and, and be a, and, and make a million dollars a month in like direct deposit right into my account. I want to go to work when I want to go. I want to come home when I want to come home. I want to dip out when I have to, I want to take a long lunch. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to, I want to, you know, whatever, go on vacation uh, every, every 60 days. And I, I want to make a million dollars a month, right? That's the same mentality. Seriously. That analogy is 100% parallel to this whole thing of like, I just want to eat whatever I want to eat whenever I want to eat it as much of it as I want to eat and still be shredded with a six pack. It doesn't work that way. That is not reality. Okay. And when I say permanence, understand that I'm not telling you, you're going to get to a place where you can literally just have a food free for all, all day long, every day for the rest of your life and be shredded. That is not reality. Okay. Permanence comes from changing your level of education, your level of knowledge around nutrition, your level of education, your level of knowledge around training and moving your body, working out muscular hypertrophy, those things. And then also changing your perspective and changing your mindset on these things so that you can actually create the lifestyle to support that. Okay. Now that doesn't mean I just want to be really clear here before I move forward. When I say change your lifestyle, okay, that does not mean that you uproot everything that you, you have in your life for habits and routines and family stuff and whatever date night and Friday night, pizza night. It doesn't mean that you uproot all those things and completely reinvent who you are. Okay. Some of you may do that if you're like that far disconnected from what you really want to be and where your potential really is. Okay. That was me. I had some major habit changes that I made, but that doesn't mean that you need to. Okay. What it means and how you create permanence. And part of this whole process is understanding that you're going to take a strategy that is 100% repeatable, predictable, and effective and consistent. And you're going to inject it and weave it into your existing lifestyle. Okay. You're going to weave it into what you already have established and what you're going to find, what every single client we have has found is that you're not going to make one major huge change and it's going to create all the results. Okay. What's going to happen is there's going to be several small, subtle, little changes, subtle, little changes, little distinctions, little breakthroughs. And when you do that, when you understand that and you implement that and you do it the right way, not only do you get the result that we're talking about, not only do you get the weight off and the body fat off and into a body that makes you feel amazing, but you have now created this lifestyle that is still yours 
but it has all these little tiny little elements in it now that weren't there before. And through the process, you've undone some, some habits that probably weren't serving you and some routines that weren't serving you. And you are now living the same lifestyle that you've been living just with some subtle tweaks. And you can literally follow this for the rest of your life. I am not joking when I say that. I'm 100% serious. That's what I do. That's what every single one of our clients who actually like shows up and, and meets us halfway is able to achieve. That is what our team does. Okay. This there's, there's no magic here. It's just about understanding the process and seeing it through to completion and then understanding that strategy is a big piece of that. Okay. So let's go back to metrics and how this all plays in. Okay. Because like I said, people hate counting calories in general, like the vast majority of people who I've met and interacted with, which is quite a few <laughs> do not enjoy counting calories. Uh, I don't particularly enjoy counting calories. Okay. People don't enjoy tracking macros. Okay. If you don't know what macros are, macronutrients are the three main nutritional uh, sources that make up the calories that you eat. Okay. This is your proteins. This is your fats and this is your carbs. Okay. That's where all your calories come from, right? Now there's also calories in alcohol, but I'm going to leave that out of this conversation because I'm, I'm going to assume that most people listening to this don't consume alcohol as a source of nutrition, right? They consume alcohol to maybe get a little head change, get a buzz, you know, potentially get drunk, whatever. So macros is where you get all your nutrients from. People don't typically enjoy tracking them. I don't particularly enjoy tracking them. Okay. People don't like the idea of measuring. Like I said, a minute ago, people don't like the idea of weighing their food at home or measuring food in order to understand how much they are consuming. They just want to eat whatever they want to eat whenever they want to eat it. Guys, look, if you want to create transformation and I really mean transformation, long-term transformation, you have to understand your metrics. You have to understand your metrics. You gotta, okay? But the good news is it's actually incredibly simple. It is not that complicated. It is not something that requires you to have a PhD in or to be a certified personal trainer or a certified nutritionist or anything like that, okay? It's actually very simple. Right? We've done a lot of trainings in our free group about this. Okay, If you're on Facebook, go check it out. It's called Permafit, Permafit Group. You'll find it. I'll put the link in the show notes. We do trainings on this literally every single week, live stream trainings. And what you're going to find is that knowing your numbers is going to actually free you up. Okay, It is going to free you. If you're in this place right now where you feel lost and confused and stuck and you you don't even know what you don't know. Like you, you feel so far away from your goal that you don't even know where to start. You don't even know what to do. If that's you, then you don't have clarity around this stuff yet. And that's a good thing. Like meaning if we can say that out loud and we can admit that and acknowledge that what that's going to do is it's going to give you awareness. Okay. And once you have awareness, then, and only then can you actually move forward. And I really do mean that. Awareness is the gateway to moving forward. And when you move forward and you understand how these metrics work, you understand how energy expenditure works and how calories really work. And you understand how macros really work in your body. And you understand how to track these things and really kind of grasp them. Then you're going to create long-term freedom around this stuff. Okay. Because you're going to (laughs) know, you're going to know everything. You're going to know how it all works. Does that make sense? 
It's about knowing a little bit more than you do now about how this stuff works. And once you do, you're going to be totally free and you're never going to be in like food prison or the gym prison ever again, where you feel like you're confined and you absolutely, no matter what, have to follow these rules. And if you don't, then you're never going to get there, right? You're going to start to create freedom. Okay. But freedom comes at a slight cost. Okay. And that cost is taking the time on the front end to understand this stuff. Okay. Taking the time on the front end to understand this stuff. And this is something that a lot of people hear me say and they get excited about doing it, but then they, they can't follow through or they don't follow through. I won't even say they can't, they choose not to follow through. Why? Because it does take a little bit of effort. It takes a little bit of effort for a very short period of time. Okay. A couple weeks, you know, some people master this in a matter of weeks. Some people master this in a matter of months. But if this could set you up, if this could tee you up to have a 20 year, 30 year, 40 year runway of being in a body that you love and knowing exactly how to keep it that entire time, isn't that few weeks or that few months worth it? Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it worth understanding this stuff and taking a little bit of time in the front end to understand this stuff, to live the next several decades in peace with your body and in happiness and joy with your body. Isn't that worth it? I know it's worth it. I already know the answer. The answer is yes. Yes, Gordon, (laughs) that is the answer. It is 100% worth it. So why not follow through and learn that? Why do we create so many excuses? Because we do, we create excuses. Let me give you an example of several of them that I hear on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. Okay, now's not the right time. Okay, now is not the right time to learn how to master your body. Really? Why do you say that? <laughs> right? If that's something you're saying, like now is not the right time, I'm just too busy. Okay, well, when are you not going to be busy? When is this all of a sudden your life, all the planets are going to align and it's going to create this huge pocket of time where you can focus 100% on one thing. Okay, now if you're listening to this, then you are very likely a busy professional woman. Okay. Now there's some men that listen to this too. What's up guys. But most people who listen to this, since we typically work with women, our whole company pretty much works with women. Then you are a busy professional woman. Either you're, you're, you have a career or you have your own business or maybe, and potentially you don't work and that's cool too, but maybe you have a family. Okay. You're busy, right? And if that's the case, you're always going to be busy. Okay, if you have a family, if you have a career, if you have your own business, if you're married, hell, even if you're single, but you have a social life, you're going to always be busy. There's always going to be something in your life that is going to try to, to suck some time from you, right? Whether that's a person or something else. So when is the right time? When is the right time? Because I would argue that the right time was yesterday, okay? And the second best time, the second most right time is to start is right now. Okay. And that is not something I came up with on my own. I can't remember who said that, but it's absolutely gold. That is poetry. Okay. The best time to start was yesterday. The second best time to start is right now. If you're waiting for the perfect time, you're literally going to wait until you're dead because there's never going to be a perfect time. Okay. So that's like the, probably the first, uh, excuse. It is an excuse. The first excuse that I hear uh, most commonly is that. And then the second is financial. It's financial. I don't really have it in the budget right now. 
Okay, let's break this down. You don't have it in the budget right now to master this stuff for your body, for your health, for your fitness, for your life. Okay, you, you, you don't have the money right now to invest in yourself to learn this stuff because it is going to take some kind of financial incentive, some kind of financial investment, uh, whether that's you hiring a coach like me, like us, like Permafit, or whether that's you buying some books and like really reading them or you buying a course and taking that course and really understanding what that course is teaching and like really following through with it or, you know, you're going to school maybe potentially for it. Okay, and I know a lot of people listening to this are either kinesiology or nutrition or dietitian, uh, academic focused. That's awesome. Uh, but anyways, look, it's going to take some kind of financial investment. It is. It's going to have to. It will. And by the way, when you pay for something, okay, you're going to pay attention. So it's actually a good thing that there's a financial investment of some sort. If you are hiring somebody, okay, I would tell every single one of my clients this, if you're hiring me to work with you, if you're hiring our team to support you through this process, you're gonna pay financially and you're gonna pay attention with your focus, with your attentiveness, because now you have some skin in the game. And on the flip side of that, now our team has the resources that we can jump in and hold your hand through this process and make sure that these distinctions are happening, right? And that you're making these breakthroughs and really seeing the process through to completion. So you're going to invest financially in that, in that perspective, right? In that example. But even if you didn't do that and you just wanted to go read some books or take a, an online course or something, you're going to invest financially one way or another. This knowledge is not going to just be magically transferred to you overnight in your dreams. Okay. It's going to have to come from somewhere. And I will tell you, that the, the knowledge that you need, okay, is going to, to typically come from one source. Like you're going to pick a source and you're going to go after that source and you're going to extract everything you can from that source. Um, if you're jumping around from source to free source to free source to free source to free source, you might pick up little things here and there. And that's awesome. I mean, I personally believe that this content here and in our free Facebook group, we provide more content more thorough analysis of what's going on here than anybody else for free. Okay. But chances are you're not paying attention enough. Okay. So anyways, that's a little bit of a tangent, but the point is you're going to have to invest one way or another. Okay. The other ways that you're going to have to invest is with your energy. Okay. So just like when people say they don't have time. Okay. And, and this now is not the right time. And honestly, like it's just the same as when people say it's not in the budget right now, which by the way, it's never going to be in the budget. Okay. Just like there's never going to be a right time. It's never going to be in the budget. No one budgets in, <laughs> no one budgets in health and fitness transformation. Okay. We budget in buying a house. We budget in uh, buying a car. We budget in buying something big for one of those things, right? Think about all the investments you budget in a vacation, maybe, right? You budget in whatever. Okay. Even having a baby, I guess, potentially in the beginning, if you budget that in a little bit, but we don't budget things like this. Okay. Even though this is going to be one of the most important investments you ever make in yourself and with your entire life. And quite honestly, in your entire family's life. Okay. I really do mean that. And I do believe that. So it's never going to be in the budget. You're never going to have the time. Okay. And then the last one is you're never going to have the energy. It's never going to happen. You're not just going to magically have the energy to, to follow through. 
Okay, it doesn't just magically come out of nowhere. Where all of these resources come from, guys, is from your inner perspective. Okay, from your inner perspective. Why is now the, not the right time? Well, because you're looking through this lens and this lens is foggy. Okay, and what's on this lens? This lens, the stuff that you're looking through. You're looking through this lens that's just, it's just scattered with, it's peppered with uh, your day job schedule, your, your, your social life schedule, your spouse, your schedule with your spouse, date nights or whatever, or exchanging of who's picking up the kid, when and where, who's taking them to soccer practice, that kind of stuff. It's peppered with uh, other, other commitments that you've made. Maybe you're a volunteer somewhere. Okay, it's peppered with your, your sick grandmother or your sick sister who you have to kind of take care of and keep an eye on. And so you're always kind of reaching out to them and helping them along, right? There's, it's peppered with all these things, okay? And because it's peppered with, all, oh, and by the way, there's more. Uh, maybe it's peppered with like the, the, the latest episode of, of whatever. I don't even know, Mandalorian. I don't like Star Wars. But anyways, you know, whatever. There's a new episode of something coming out and you gotta be there to watch that. You absolutely have to. You'll make the, the time to do that. You know, a lot of people will do that, but they won't make the time here. Okay, so that's always going to happen. You're looking through that lens and you're seeing all those things. Okay, so this isn't a problem that requires you to uproot your entire life. It's a problem that requires you to change your perspective. And by the way, when I say you, I'm really just talking to the general you. I just feel the need to say that. Okay, those of you who are struggling, those of you who are looking to make a change and yet you can't get out of your own way, I'm speaking to you because I was you. Okay, I was you years ago, and so many of my clients are you when they first start. Okay, so, so that's the, that's the, those are like the three resources, guys. Okay, it's energy, time, and money. But we all have those three resources, all of us, and those people who can get resourceful there, those are the people that always make change. Okay, and when you start reallocating and rearranging those resources in order to get what you want, guess what happens? Exactly that. You get what you want. You get that body. <laughs> you get that new lifestyle that's, that's basically what it was before, but better. You get that freedom. Okay. You get that sense of confidence. You get that sense of feeling amazing and feeling joyful every single day. You get that by being resourceful and then following through. Right. And in order to do that, guys, back to the tactical pieces, you have to know your numbers. You have to know your numbers. You have to know your metrics. Okay. You have to know how the the body processes calories. What does that even mean? We all know what the, the, the word calories, right? We know that word, but most people don't even know what that really is. We don't know what that really means. What is a calorie? <laughs> what is one calorie? All right. I'll tell you right now, spoiler, it's a unit of energy. Okay, it's a unit of energy. But even when I say that, I know that some people hear that and they don't even know what that means. Like it's, you know, that to them, that's like nerd talk. Like, what are you saying to me, Gordon? A unit of energy? Like what? Like, like electricity? Like no, <laughs> a, a calorie is a unit of energy. Okay. And a unit of energy is, it's important to understand that because your body operates on energy. Okay. Your body's a machine basically. And when you put energy into the machine, it will use that energy to do stuff. Just like when you put gasoline in a car, 
your car consumes that gasoline in order to do things, right? It combusts that gasoline, it ignites it, okay? And it uses that to do stuff, right? Just like a battery. A battery has what? It has electricity in it, right? Voltage and electrical current. And it provides that to something that needs electrical current and voltage in order to do something. When you put a battery in a, in a flashlight, you're transferring that energy from the battery to the light bulb. And the light bulb is using that energy to create a beam of light, right? And once that battery slowly whittles down and there's nothing left inside of it, the light bulb goes out. So you have to put another one in. Calories are the same thing. You put calories in your body, your body uses those calories to do things. And when you run out of calories, you die. So you have to feed yourself, right? That is actually how food works at a very, very, very high level. That is how food works. It is fuel. It is energy. So anyways, the point is you need to understand how calories really work. Okay. I just barely scratched the surface there. And then you need to understand how macros work. What are they? What are proteins, fats, and carbs? I know the words, I know the buzzwords, but what do they really do? What do I, what, what really matters? Is there really such a thing as good foods and bad foods? Is there good fats and bad fats? Is there, is there good carbs and bad carbs, slow digesting, fast digesting, simple carbs, complex carbs, right? What I keep hearing about insulin. What is, what happens? You know, what's going on there? I shouldn't eat carbs because my insulin and glycogen. What is that? And by the way, if I'm throwing out terms that you've never heard before, and it sounds like I'm speaking another language. Okay. That's actually, again, a good thing because now you have some awareness that there's, there's quite a bit of a learning curve here ahead of you. The cool thing is it can actually be accelerated. That learning curve can happen fast. It just has to be something that you see through to completion, right? So let me tell you how to lose body fat. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, and most people Unfortunately, you're going to hear this. Maybe 1% of you, 2% of you are going to, are going to take this and retain it and, and maybe even act on it. And the other 97, 98, 99% are going to hear the words. Maybe you nod your head and then you're going to move on and kind of forget it and not do anything. Okay. I'm saying this because that's the law of averages and probability, not because I want that to happen. I want everyone who's struggling, who's listening to this to follow through on this. Okay. So losing body fat happens through one thing, one means, and that is through being in a caloric deficit. Okay. I've said this, I don't even know, tens of thousands of times probably. And it's not, it's not a secret. I didn't make this up. Okay. This is how the body controls body fat, visceral and subcutaneous body fat, the internal and the somewhat external body fat, right? This is just as true. The stuff that's clogging up your, your organs as it is for the stuff that's on the, in the dermis, that's making you jiggle and have like kind of that muffin top look or whatever, like soft exterior that's visceral versus subcutaneous body fat. Anyways, body fat is increased and decreased on your frame relative to your energy intake, your energy consumption versus your energy expenditure. Okay. So Nothing is ever going to change about that. That is as old as the species of man. Okay. So again, you need to be in a caloric deficit, which means you need to be under consuming relative to how much you are using to live. Now there's a sweet spot there because I, I want to be really clear here. There's a big asterisk. A lot of people hear that and they say, okay, well now I just need to eat like much, 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 much less. 
and they might drop down to literally eating six, 700, 800 calories a day and thinking that that's okay because they're in a caloric deficit, right? You know, we've, we've all been raised thinking that 2000 calories a day is like the golden standard. And while that can be somewhat true, that's not a bad baseline rule of thumb, but it's just too general. Okay. But being in a caloric deficit doesn't mean that you, you eat like half of that, that you eat 900 calories a day or 800 calories a day. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen there. If you do that, okay, that's going to backfire in a bad way. So that's not the right strategy. Okay. But eating, you know, 1900 calories as opposed to 2000 is not big enough of a deficit. Okay. So there is a sweet spot and the, the difference matters. Like the numbers matter. They're not <laughs> something to take lightly. And so, you, you know, you could try meeting in the middle. You could say, okay, well, I mean, the, the society tells me I should be eating 2000 a day. Gordon's telling me I should not eat 800 a day. So I'll meet in the middle. Maybe I'll eat 1400 a day. That might work for you. <laughs> but guess what? I don't know how tall you are. I don't know what your body dimensions are. I don't know what your weight is. I don't know what other things you got going on, right? I don't know what your, your muscle mass density percentage really looks like, right? I don't know your training history. These things all matter. Okay. So just guessing is actually a very dangerous move because chances are you're going to guess, you're going to pick something that's not accurate and you're not going to actually see progress. Okay. Or if you do, it's going to be very, 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 very minuscule. Okay. So it's understand it's, it's important to understand that the devil's kind of in the details there around how many calories you're eating and why right? It's not just enough to know how many, right? Calories and macros, but why, why are you eating at those numbers? Okay. What, why is that important? Right. And so even if you have the right numbers, let's just say you have the right caloric target. Okay. And you have the right macro targets. Let's just say you do. How do you know that you're hitting those? How do you know? There's only one way to know. Okay. And guessing is not it. (laughs) And going through your days with a free for all mentality and just eating whatever you want, whenever you want, as much as you want, and trying to do that whole thing. That is not it either. How you do this is you need to know the metrics. You have to know the numbers. You have to know how many calories you're putting in your body in order to understand if you're even in a caloric deficit. You have to know how many grams of proteins, fats, and carbs you're putting into your body. Otherwise, how do you even know if you're on target? If you don't know the metrics, you don't know the numbers, then you have no idea what's going into your body. Okay. Now here's the cool thing. Okay. Because like I said earlier in this episode, most people don't love tracking those things and I don't blame you. Okay. But here's the thing. Once you do that for a little while, then you develop this skill that we call intuitive eating. Okay. Now I use that term a little bit differently than maybe the fitness industry does. So I'm just going to explain it like this. Intuitive eating from my perspective is this, you can go through your days and you have enough innate knowledge that you can eyeball a plate that has food on it. Okay. You go to a restaurant and you can eyeball a plate that has food on it. And you can say in your head in a matter of seconds, okay, this is going to be around 400 calories and it's going to be somewhere around 20, 30 grams of protein, right? And maybe like 
30, 40 grams of carbs. Okay. You can kind of do that math in your head. Okay. And, and again, there's a range. Like I wasn't specific. Like you yeah, didn't look at that plate and say, okay, this ex- has exactly 27.5 grams of protein. No, because you'll never know that just by eyeballing. No one, no one is good enough to do that. Okay. <laughs> we cannot eyeball weight. We just can't, but we can get close, right? And if you do this enough times and you learn this the right way, then you can get close, right? And what that allows you to do is it allows you to go through your day and be able to eyeball food like I just explained, but also have a connection with your body, a communication with your body that you know, like intuitively, literally, this is very difficult to explain in English words or any words probably, but you have this connection with your body where you just know, like the breakthrough is there. You know that you've had about X amount of calories and about X amount of of carbs or X amount of protein. You know that from what you've eaten and how you feel, okay? But here's the thing. All that sounds great, right? Being able to just go through your day and eat kind of whatever you want and just know where you're at, know when to start and stop and whatnot and know that, yeah, okay, I can eat that ice cream cone because like I'm totally, you know, everything's, I'm, I'm totally on track. Like everything's great. Let me rip down that 600 calorie ice cream cone. I don't, you know, like that all sounds fantastic, but here's the thing. You have to earn that. Okay. You have to earn that. You have to go through the process of learning how all these numbers work, learning how these metrics work, learning how calories and macros work, and then tracking them for a little while and weighing your food and understanding how the stuff really works. And then, and only then guys, will you graduate into this level of intuitive eating where you can just live. Okay. Now for some of you, this will take months. Some of you, it might take years, probably not. Okay. Some of you might take weeks. I really do mean that. And when you get there, then all those investments I talked about, time, energy, money, all those investments, you're going to forget all about them. They're not even, you're going to say that was, that was cheap. That cost me nothing. That was like, that was like nothing in comparison to what I would have paid in time, energy, and money. If I had just known this is what the outcome is going to be. Okay. But it comes from understanding your numbers. So again, I want every single person listening to this to get to that place where you are living intuitively. You are able to eat the foods you want to eat. You are able to jump around from day to day to day to day, from meal to meal to meal and put things in your body that you want to put in your body and not have to weigh them or measure them or count anything. I want that for everybody. And I personally believe, I really do truly believe that every single person can get there. I really do believe that. Okay. I'm not very smart. And if I can do this, I 100% know you can do this. Okay. But it does take some effort on the front end. You have to earn that. Okay. And you earn that by what I said earlier, investing in yourself, time, energy, money. Okay. Like I said, I don't care if it's me or permafit or if it's somewhere else, but you got to invest in yourself somehow, some way to learn this stuff the right way. Because when you do that, then and only then are you going to create this freedom for yourself. Okay. So I hope this made sense, guys. Again, track your numbers, understand your metrics. And then once you see the result happen, the distinctions will start to take over. The breakthroughs will start to occur and you can start to live this sort of like intuitive, easier lifestyle. Okay. Of keeping this result forever and ever and ever. Cause the goal is, as you know, 
permanence. Okay. The goal is not temporary. The goal is not short-term quick fix band-aid kind of stuff. The goal is permanence. So, so that's going to do it today, guys. Thank you so much. I hope that this was valuable to you. In fact, if this did make you think a little bit differently, if this did give you an aha moment, if this did bring some value, then I would ask you to do two things. Okay. One is leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. That would be amazing. Okay. iTunes preferably, if not iTunes, whatever platform you're listening to this would be fantastic. I'd appreciate that so much. And then the second thing is share this with a like-minded friend, someone, even if they're not like-minded, but they're stuck here in this stuff, share this with them, share this with them, get this into their ears and start like turning that, that dial for them, start turning that needle, moving that needle a little bit for them. Uh, I would appreciate it so much and they will thank you down the road as well. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you in the next one. Have an amazing rest of your week. Take care. Bye-bye.